Yeah? I had a little thing. You still got a little thing. I do. I don't know what is it, it is. a bullfrog? I have a bullfrog. <laughs> do you have a Calaveras County jumping bullfrog? <laughs> jumping frog. Right in, your... in the old tickler. <laughs> <laughs> Episode nine. Yeah, here we go. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Random Draw Podcast, episode number nine. Believe it or not, we've made it to episode number nine, technically ten if you count the trivia podcast, which I do not. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I am your host, Daniel Man. I'm here with Dave Hubbard me. and Mark Belial. Hey, guys. Welcome, everybody. Ooh. Yeah. I hope you got your umbrellas out, kids. Oh. Just don't spoil it because I watched it. Mark hasn't finished it. it. Mark hasn't finished it. I haven't it. finished it. Yeah. I finished it because I don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. So, Mark and I have been watching Umbrella Academy on um, Netflix, which is a Dark Horse Comics comic book mm-hmm. because Correct. they're getting rid of all of the Marvel trash that they put on there. Yeah. <laughs> Give rid of the Marvel trash. Give me more of that. Dark Horse. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. Too. It's better than any of the Marvel shows by a long shot. Well, Dark Horse also owns the rights for Buffy as oh. well as uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. So maybe we'll get more of that too. Maybe. Mm, I don't know if I need more of the sing-along <laughs> blog. I don't. I, I do. know or I Buffy don't need for that matter. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't care about those two things. <laughs> but I do love Umbrella Academy. So um, let me give you the synopsis, Dave. Ooh, uh, this thing. is the straight. I'm in. What's the backstory? This is, well, oh, here's the problem. Are we the backstory buggy? Just a little bit. Here's the problem with the backstory. They don't don't ever tell you anything yeah. <laughs> like this show just ha- is a series of questions throughout they give you a little bit of information you're like oh that's why and then they give you 15 more questions that sounds right yeah mm-hmm. and you're like okay i i'm hooked on the show the 46 people or some number like yep. that i believe 43 43, 43 could be 43 people were born on uh this certain day and exact same time exact, exact same time same in the same place, like no. same hospital? No, no, no. no. They no. weren't born in a hospital because the parents that gave birth to them were not pregnant the morning of. They just instantly got pregnant and then had babies. Mm-hmm. What a terrible nightmare you've just given <laughs> Well, they showed they showed an example in like episode one, minute one. They show you this lady's like in a swimming pool, like it's a young, youngish girl, and she's mm-hmm. like flirting with this boy and in then Russia. she goes in Russia, and then mm-hmm. she goes and jumps in this pool, and then blood comes out and she's pregnant. And <laughs> she's like she is giving birth. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. What? I never realized they had those pools in Russia. It's That's a birthing true. pool. <laughs> really interesting. So they, these kids they all call, have they some... They call it a borscht pit. <laughs> good. I like that. Thanks. Uh, these kids all have some sort of power. So like abilities, if you will. So mm-hmm. this uh, eccentric billionaire goes to adopt as many as he can, and he ends up getting seven of them. So he that's the umbel, uh, umbel, umbilical. <laughs> the umbilical <corporation>. The Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> yeah. uh, Academy? Academy. Jeez, please. <laughs> um, umbrella <laughs> Corporation is Re- uh, yeah. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, which confused me a lot during this show. Yeah. But so, <laughs> you kept waiting for zombies? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so Mila Jovovich was in this. Yeah. What what show understand. is this? Yeah. Um so these it's like about this guy overbearing these these kids and they slowly all grow up and kind of separate and they all have all sorts of issues. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh they're just not well adjusted individuals, not a one of them. Yeah, like us minus superpowers. Yeah, but yeah. they have superpowers, yeah. <laughs> which is the problem. <laughs> so but it, the show's really good. So it leaves up what episode are you on, Mark? I'm on uh midway through episode four okay so i think it's episode five has like my favorite part in the series okay and i won't tell you what it is because that would be terrible but i will tell you that it, it involves an ice cream truck <laughs> so, so <laughs> nice. that's i, I can't think wait. that's episode five it's really good yeah but you should definitely check it out because it is super nerdy and it's from dark horse comics and there's definitely gonna be a second season because uh, first season was so great and yeah i if i have to back it myself <laughs> With, with your billions? With my own f- billions. Yeah. We'll, we'll just kickstart it. It'll be fine. 
I basically am an eccentric billionaire without all that pesky money. Yeah, with all that money <laughs> holding all that, you back. Uh, all that walking around no. paper. This, the billionaire in this movie had a monocle. Yeah, Sir Reginald uh, Hargreaves. Sir Reginald Hargreaves. So it's like I've read, the, I've read the source material. So, yeah, right? Yeah, I, so, will, I will give it to you if you want to read I, it. I do want to okay. read it. Yeah, so yeah. According to my eye doctor, I only have an astigmatism in my left eye, and my right one is perfect. I am poised for a monocle. You should get a monocle. Oh, you're like the... Like the daywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm going to monocle it You up. should get a monocle or let me throw this out there. Sungla- uh, glasses, one sunglass, yeah. one clear for oh, your bad eye. Mm-hmm. For the bad eye. Yep. yep. <laughs> so you could see. That's just, I mean, that's if that's not eccentric, I don't know what is. <laughs> and, but don't ever explain it. Because no. why would you just go for it? All right. So but check that show out. It's on Netflix. Great. All 12, 10 episodes. I give it go on. four and a half talking chimpanzees out oh of my five. gosh there's talking chimpanzees pogo. just one pogo so dr pogo now. yeah dr pogo he's mm-hmm. great that dude has more education than i do yeah and the, the big star <laughs> he's a real doctor he's not like a philo- like oh, philosophy doctor yeah he's he doesn't have a doctor in english yeah 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 uh ellen page what ellen page ellen page, ellen page is From the big Juno? star mm-hmm. in the show there's a bunch of famous people in that show there though. is a bunch of the Mary guy Blythe plays uh cha-cha yeah and then um dickens dickens yeah uh, yeah he's in it what's what Tom was Hooper? Yeah, Tom Hooper's his name, but what was his family name in Game of Thrones? Oh, he was a Tarly. Yeah, Dick and Tarly. Yeah, Dick and Tarly. It's a terrible name, but that is not need to be edited because that is <laughs> that his is real his name. name. That is his name. Yeah. So <laughs> we Ooh, played hit a lot that of, transition. Good. We played a lot of games we this week. No, we did. We ended up getting a ton of people together at Dan's house enough that we actually had two tables going, which was fantastic. It was yeah. So cool. It was cool too because we had a real mix of people that play a lot of board games. And people that barely play any board games. Mm-hmm. They can barely spell board games. Yes. I'm not a hun- I can't actually tell you come to think of it if that's one or two words. So I can't make fun of these people. <laughs> it's it's two words and they both have Y's in them. Dang it. I'm so off. Beard games. Um, <laughs> Beard games. Beard games. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk about the first one, which is uh, Azul Stained Glass. We've talked about Azul before. Mm-hmm. And this game is absolutely different. Way more different than I thought it was going to be. Me too. Yeah, so Azul Stained Glass, believe it or not, Mark, you are building a stained glass window. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because yeah, I did not get a chance to play this with you guys. I was playing a different game that we will be talking about later. Yeah, so this is a more of an in-depth Azul. It's the same idea as where you have a center area where you get your tokens from to build your stained glass. Mm-hmm. They call it the factory. Okay. And here they're panes of glass, whereas before they were tiles for your yeah. wall. Yeah, the, these uh, look like little... Yeah candies yeah they look really delicious they do look really <laughs> delicious between but, that and the cadbury eggs oh my we'll gosh, talk about later we had two games where yeah. the tokens looked delicious mm, board game candy <laughs> so so this game you're you have a worker who has a spe- specific name but i don't remember it is but you move him across the top of your carl. board yeah his name's carl carl you have carl he's good at stained glass mm-hmm, mine was butch N- not great with the ladies but good at stained glass uh, so you move him across the top of your board, and that's how which row you can um, put your stained glass tokens in. Okay. But you can never move him to the left unless you essentially skip your whole turn. That is your turn moving him back to the left. Mm. So he slowly proceeds to the right, right. Uh, laying glass down your row, mm-hmm. down the row that he's standing in front of. Until eventually, like a typewriter, he gets exactly. to the right and you have to go cha-ching. If you are turn. listening to this and you don't know what a typewriter is, <laughs> I go- can't help you. YouTube just the typewriter sound and you'll get it. <laughs> 
I feel like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so you have these, they almost look like fence posts that go on top of your I board. I saw those, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you fill them up, and once you fill them one, up once, you flip them over. Mm-hmm. And uh, unlike Azul, where you keep score on your own board, there's like a master board where everybody keeps the score. Which, let me also say, I so much prefer because I have absolutely bumped my That's, own Azul board while putting tiles yep. on it before mm. and messed up where my score thing was. That's yeah. like my biggest problem with Azul. And to this, it could be a point because there's so many games like Scythe and um, what's the other game that has the slotted board? Oh, I know what you're talking about. But it, so there's slots that they are built in so the pieces don't move around. It's, like your cubes go inside of the little uh, pre-drilled hole. Yeah. Right. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. but Azul, yeah. it doesn't have that. So one little mess up in your whole board is all jacked up. This is a little bit better because no one's really messing with the scoreboard a lot. Just one person like keeping score. Mm-hmm. And um, that looked complicated too. There's like all sorts of weird. It wasn't. It's, it was just a weird It's not path. complicated. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of weird to get the hang of it like the first round mm-hmm. then after that you like oh i get it it's, okay. the, it's the same idea as azul you're just matching colors with colors and mm-hmm. trying to build it up and the scoring's a little wonky a little bit but you can also get that pretty quick yeah basically if you've already played azul like we picked this up in less than five minutes of right. full explanation mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah it, it looked fun i was gonna say it looked similar enough that i was like okay i kind of can see where what we're doing here and that's kind of mm-hmm. i thing. don't know what these little fence posts are on top of the thing and i don't know why they're only playing to the right but it's yeah. fence posts instead of one square board to lay your tiles on right, but like yeah. the principle is very very similar okay and the, but that's the thing that's the problem is that i don't know when i'm going to play one as opposed to the other that is exactly what i was going to say yeah. it's not different enough that right. i think it warrants its own game it, i almost think it might as well have been an expansion i think i think it's like it's more in depth than azul but mm. not so much more mm. that i like oh if i want a real brain burner i need to play right. stained glass well, it's, it's not i'm not even convinced it's that much more in depth there's just different mechanics. It, yeah, it's just different. It's like I guess it's not that much more in depth. It's mm-hmm. just it's just a different way to play Azul, which is fine. Azul's fun, but yeah, it's just I really like this game. So don't mm-hmm. get me wrong; oh, yeah, it's it a, lot a lot of fun. fun. But it, we also really like Azul. I like Azul. So if someone's like, "Oh, I really want to play Azul," and they go, "Which one do you prefer?" I would like flip a coin. <laughs> yes, because yeah. it doesn't matter. They're so, both the same. Yeah, I would roll both, a D seven. Kind of, I'd make it very confusing. You would roll a D seven. So one through three. With play mosaic yeah five five through seven yeah and if it's a four right if If it's it's a four four, we don't play anything we put it away and we watch umbrella academy we play (laughs) we play coconuts (laughs) always play coconuts yeah interesting but it is fun and i mean it's it's cheap it's like 30 something dollars so it's not the end of the world but if you already have Azul, I can't really re- recommend you getting stained no. glass because it's not different enough. But if you don't, yeah. I might recommend it. But honestly, I- if I you don't have stain, Azul or stained glass, I say whichever one's cheaper on Amazon, like yeah. pick that up. Agree. Like, Go to your board game hmm. shop, pick yeah. the one that's cheaper. Because yeah. like, it's-, it's, it's not different enough. Mm-mm. Gotcha. But it's fun. It but is still they fun. are both absolutely fun yeah. games. Like, I would happily play either again Yep, without a problem. Agreed. I have not had to play Amber in stained glass yet you know we played amber oh that's right we yeah, did play amber yeah i think you won i came in last because but i'm not like duh <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I love this is just an assumed for you yeah, yeah look, <laughs> i'm i am i play games and i am competitive enough i don't get blown out in games mm-hmm. i'm right there but just never like i just need a little bump to get mm-hmm. to the front yeah 
I don't think myself. So let me tell you, Dan. Go okay. About a game that is strategy none. Okay. I played a game that my mom got me for Christmas as a gag gift, but I felt like we had to play it because it was so odd. It is the Your Best Life Now game by Joel Osteen, based upon his New York Times bestselling book, Your Best Life Now. Now, this is the pastor. Yeah, yeah, the pastor from the mega church down in, I want to say, Texas. With the teeth. Yes, he has very large teeth. Here he does. See, I can picture of his head or his face i guess i should say <laughs> no i like you just picture yeah, his whole head. i can picture this guy's head but i can't picture his teeth i'm gonna google oh they're huge i think let me that, get a piece of this. i think that he also hasn't aged in like 20 years he sucks the marrow from babies or something i don't really know that's but. the prosperity gospel oh, yeah. yes yeah you just yeah, have absolutely. to ask god hard enough and then you well, don't get old so he apparently printed a ton endless games put this out um and they printed an endless amount of this game and then they <laughs> did not sell well, um, I mean, I don't know what the he's, what the target market no. would be. He's fifty five. He's fifty five. Yeah, he's he was born in oh nineteen sixty three. His church is the Lakewood Church in, in Houston, Texas. Texas right? yeah. yeah, I was right. He Texas. has seven million viewers weekly and twenty Ooh. million monthly in over one hundred countries. That's insane. And he does have huge teeth. <laughs> Confirmed. We, we weren't making it up, Deb. No, I just yeah. I couldn't think of it. I knew he he is like how many cubits do you think those teeth are? Oh, <laughs> seven seven and a half cubits. Yeah, they're large. He has a lot of hair <laughs> per canine. Yeah, he's got, he's got like good hair. He's yeah, got... he's like a handsome gentleman. Yeah, yeah. That, I well, mean, how, but I, you he's would have living to be. his best life now. Yeah, that's true. He wrote yeah. a book about it. <laughs> Maybe I have a lot to learn from Mr. Joel Osteen. So, um, my mom picked this up off of eBay, and she paid nine dollars for it. Shipping was more than the game <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> so uh they did not sell well i think she paid I she paid rattle battle prices for yeah it. yeah i was gonna say i don't know who that's for though like yeah who I is this know. game for it's seven down. million viewers weekly yeah so it's for the 20 million monthly viewers i was gonna <laughs> yeah. say there's got to be some gaming crossover in there right like a little nothing. bit i don't feel like there he, is so here's the problem if there is gaming crossover boy did i discover why this game didn't sell okay uh so it was worth less than four dollars <laughs> you're claiming that this game wasn't fun. I'm claiming that Rattle Battle uh, is a masterpiece <laughs> game. Rattle Battle is Spiel des Jahres <laughs> compared to this game. So the first thing I did when I open it up is, of course, start unpacking the cards. So there's uh, seven decks of cards. Jeez, um, that's too many. That's, maybe that's a hefty actually, amount of cards. This opportunity should have gone with ten. Right? There's yeah. also a, a My Miracles envelope. <laughs> there is a small mirror, a 15-second <laughs> sand timer. A 15 seconds? You yeah. you, why isn't this game here right now? <laughs> timers. We should have played Joel. So the, the second you open it up and you feel the card stock, it is something that feels like you printed it oh, yourself. Yeah. Like, I have never, I don't think I have ever felt a game with such low-quality mm. components in my lifetime uh and we play a lot of games like we've, right i felt the card stock of a lot of games <laughs> this was not did, printed in a good factory in china did not have a good hand feel no terrible okay. hand feel uh so the, the premise of the game is that you're trying to play through your seven steps of prosperity or whatever so you can have your best life okay but here's how the game functions you are on a path that simply zigzags up the board from one to two three four five six and then ends at seven and that is it your movement is you roll a d6 and you move that many spaces period wait so if you rolled a six and i rolled a one seven times i counted (laughs) 
I was dead last. Then yeah, you just it, winning this game is one hundred percent dependent on how that dice goes throughout the game. Like there's and there's no dice mitigation. There's you know, nothing. I'm not surprised by this. Really. So the so the what <laughs> you're you do, not shocked that he didn't put out an awesome game. <laughs> so at every level, you have to do a different task that's supposed to make your life better. Okay. So right. step one before the game starts, you all write down a, a goal on these pieces of paper. You fold them and then you secretly put them in the my miracles Wait. envelope. <laughs> Wait, should this goal be like something that can be accomplished at the end of the game uh it's supposed to be a life goal i <laughs> i put that i wished for our lord and savior shelob to take over spider kind and rule the world mm-hmm. um, did this so i took it very seriously has this happened yet this is, have you has your dream come true Dan, i don't know if you heard i lost uh, oh yeah sorry <laughs> oh wait so your dream only can come true if you win oh so i'm getting there okay <laughs> all right <laughs> sorry better so you go throughout the game there's different tasks you do and the weirdest part so you have these uh keep the faith cards in your hand and at the end of every step you're supposed to play a word card and it'll be like prayer or whatever and you have to spend 15 seconds talking about how this is going to apply to your life in different ways given the step you're on so like step two i think it was is self-affirmation so you have to you have to you is kind (laughs) you is special so for 15 seconds you have to stare in the provided mirror get out of here and say good things about yourself based on the word that you have in your hand oh no so if at any point you can't do the task assigned, you can play a keep the faith card and not lose your next turn. Yeah, that's the mechanic for punishment. You lose your turn. That is insane. And that's it. Like, I have described to you the rules of the game. And every level, like, what you have to do is slightly different. But, like, that's it. You just proceed saying nice things about yourself or asking questions about your family or whatever. Wow, my mind is blown. And then when you... So, halfway through the game, you get to level six. And then uh, you take out the My Promises. And everyone has to write <laughs> on the... My Promises. You randomly deal them out. And everyone has to write on the bottom how they're going to help fulfill the promise on the top of the card. Oh, and then. No. Whoever, whoever wins the game, you all have to help that person fulfill that promise. That's how the game ends. Okay. So there you go. This game, <laughs> the yeah. uh, Joel Olstein. How do you say his last name? Osteen? Osteen, I think. Your best life now, uh, the game, is on Board Game Geek. Of course it is. What is it? What rating is it? Would at? you like to guess the rating? Yes, Ooh, I would. Play okay. guess so the rating. I'll, the ratings are zero to ten. Um, yeah. So uh, they're a percentage. So I'm going to weirdly. Something point something. I'm going to weirdly guess that this is like a, like an 8.2. Like I think very few people rated it and they enjoyed it. I think the people that probably rated it are fans of Joel Osteen. I disagree. I will say that the I think that people of God are also people of integrity, and they, and they know bad product when they see it. I'm going to say two point one. Okay, so Dave, you are really wrong. Yeah, uh, just like in that game. Yes. <laughs> This game received a 1.8. Oh, <laughs> dang. Cardstock alone would give it that rating. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's comments. Nope. It just says brand new and shrink wrap. So apparently this guy's trying to get rid of his Joel <laughs> Steen game. So let me tell you the worst part of this game. Oh, okay. okay. So we're, you mean you haven't yet? Yeah. Nope. So we're playing through this game, and uh, my friend Rachel, uh, she was supposed to name something in her house that she doesn't like, and it was part of like clearing your life of unnecessary clutter. I seen that movie that show on netflix a sure. small asian lady helps you declutter <laughs> yes. your house does it spark joy so yeah. she's answering this question and she's like sort of half doing it. her husband joel pipes up while she's answering and goes you know i really hate those pillows on the couch they're very scratchy mm. 
So Rachel goes home after this game, like, and they stay with us for like a week. They go home. The next week, she throws those pillows away because Joel doesn't like them. And then a number of her allergies, skin allergies, clear up. She does research, <laughs> and it turns out she was allergic to what was in those pillows. See? So the worst part of this game is that it made that our it lives better. It made her life better. <laughs> yeah, prosperity gospel, baby. Uh, this dude doesn't make uh, $40 million because he doesn't make life people people's lives we better. We were so angry that it actually helped us. That's crazy. We should play this, see if it helps me. Well, let me tell you, at the end of our play session, I, because I'm a board gamer, I'm like separating the cards out, putting them in the power deck, <laughs> and Candy's like, what are you what doing? Are you doing? Yeah, what if I play this again? And I said, well, what if I play this again? And she's yeah, like, I... oh, come on. Joke's on her. Yeah. We're going to play it. I'm, I'm going to play it. We should yeah. play it live on an episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Do a live play? That's our first ever live <laughs> our play. first ever live play of Joel's scenes. <laughs> Ooh, um, man. I wonder if that's just got a re- review video out there. Like, what does the Dice Tower think is of this, Joel's <laughs> Is this a... A uh, legacy game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nuts. Joel, Joel Osteen. I like that. I would play that game. Uh, so anyway, there you go. Joel Osteen's your best life now. Endless games. I give it minus three itchy pillows. <laughs> <laughs> minus three itchy pillows. Oh. Uh, so speaking of uh, itchy pillows, Virulent. We played that game. We oh, did play Virulent. Yeah, virulence. Yep. That virulent is, is Virulent? It go is ahead. better sushi go. It per- is, personal hot take. Better sushi go. It is. It is very sushi go esque for sure. I'm not sure. I'm willing to say it's better sushi Ooh. go. Oh, fight, 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 fight. <laughs> nerd fight. <laughs> so, all right, all right, I'll tell you why right. I think it's better. And okay. So the reason I think it's better, or at least mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it more, should be a better okay. statement, is because I feel like you have more player control. So in sushi go, because of the drafting mechanic, where you're picking up your hand of cards, you're looking at it, and then taking one and handing it. Depending on your player count, you're only going to see your hand of cards once maybe twice but most likely once if at all again Mm -hmm. so your actual planning for your future is very little and your random choosing is very high just like my life in general exactly (laughs) and no mind you we love random choosing sure it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. but in virulent because you have the uh, one through seven cards or one through six cards and you're actually um basically wagering based upon the number card you think everyone else is going to play there's a lot more strategy to it. Or at least I feel like I am in more control, even though I think I've lost every game we've played. So let's, let's explain the fun. game a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So virulent, you play a, a virus, and you are competing against other viruses to infest this body. Mm-hmm. You are trying to be the virus that kills this body. Just yeah. like in the rest of my life. Yeah, just like <laughs> just like anti-vax. So, yeah. so you have um, a deck of cards, uh, a hand of cards that's your own, and it's just numbered one through six. And then you f- there's a like a deck in front of everyone in the middle that host cards. I don't know what I'm saying right now. So th- there's like <laughs> the, <laughs> the cards, of the share cards. Yeah, there they are, share, with share there cards. are as many cards in the center of the table as there are players. <laughs> there we go. So that yes. way, uh, at the end of every turn, every player is going to have to take one of those cards. And I say have to because some of them are bad. Yeah. yeah. The, there's vaccines mm-hmm. that will give you negative points. Yeah, because they, you know, kill sickness. Right. As far as... <laughs> I don't or know. Or cause Dave. autism. I don't, I, depending I don't, on who yeah. you ask. Yeah, I don't know, Dave. I don't know. Not for, I've did some research, and I've there should some. be a card that's like essential oils. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. essential oils card. It, does, it, it, it doesn't does do nothing. anything. It just says placebo on it. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. I've seen some very convincing YouTube videos. <laughs> so you By not doctors or anyone <laughs> with medical training. So the highest card takes whatever card they want. The highest number played takes whatever card they want. If there's a tie, you just roll two D6s, and whoever has the highest number gets to go first. 
first. There's also cards you can get that help you adjust your dice rolls, mm -hmm. which actually mm -hmm. become pretty helpful. Oh, yeah, and, oh, yeah. And, 100%. And then there's cards that can replace other cards in your hand. So there's like seven, eight, nine that mm -hmm. can replace cards in your hand. There's also another one that can go into your hand. So you're you're essentially, like in Sushi Go, you're building things to get victory points. Yeah, you're <laughs> building a tableau or a series yeah. of cards in front of you. You're, and these are like uh, medical terms. They are... Ico, Isco, Hexa, Peter. Some of them are DNA. <laughs> some of them are... He helical? Yeah. He yeah. Heli helical. Helical? Yeah. Right? And then there was yep. one that started with a, a V the, or the, an X. There's one that starts with an, an I, which is the one I took a swing at Isosceles? just now. No, that's a triangle. <laughs> I'll tell uh, you. That's I'll really tell you, cute. The thing I remember is that they look real neat. There's a red yeah. one, and then there's like a yellow one. Yeah. And I know yeah. you need to collect it's those. Blue so, one. And the game's pretty easy. You just go through um, the whole deck, and when the deck is empty, you add up your points, mm -hmm. and then whoever has the most points is the virus that kills this human host. Yeah, and and that means you win. And you murdered someone. That means you win because you're a virus, and that's yeah. good. You like that because you have the uh, the cards in your hand that you're playing to sort of say, well, ah, I really don't want to be last on this. I'll play my five. But then you can sort of think back and be like, well, I know Dan's already played his six. Mm -hmm. And I know Mark's played his six. So a five might be safe to play here because that's the maximum they can play. And then a tie means we both roll our dice, but I've got some bonuses to my dice roll. So like you're thinking about mm -hmm. how you're going to go about your strategy. Whereas in Sushi Go, it's more, I don't know, I'll pick this card and hope for yeah. the best. Yeah. So I, I prefer it simply because of that. However, that being said, I'd still gladly play Sushi Go. I mean, I, yeah, I'd they're yeah, both very fun. I would play them for completely different reasons. Like if I want something easy breezy that's just gonna go down real nice and that tastes good on the palate, I'm gonna take <laughs> sushi good. go. A good mouthfeel. Yeah, it's got a good mouthfeel. You know, I got that nice meaty taste of nigiri. Right. Like right in right in my what? upper palate. <laughs> what's what? going on? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but struggling. Also, that struggling. What's, what's nigiri? Like in real life, it's like a little chunk of just raw, raw, raw stuff. It's it's a it's a piece <laughs> so of there, raw no fish. one knows. <laughs> it's a piece of raw fish that is yeah. placed on top of a little pile of rice. And is that is nigiri the type plain. of fish, or does it matter? I think nigiri is the the name of the food. But yeah, like I think, oh, it could be like right. Anything. If yeah, you did yeah. like tuna nigiri, it would just oh, be like okay. a, a would, piece of tuna. I, it would okay. be called tuna nigiri. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I just want to make sure because I see it like oh nigiri. Yeah, I know it's like worth some points, but I don't know what I like. I like sweet potato nigiri. That's pretty good. I would eat. Sweet potato. Yeah, like I don't tempura. like sushi. Hot I take. Love Ooh, sushi. Yeah, I agree with you there. I like maki rolls, like with vegetables and stuff in them. But I don't. I don't need that. I don't like sushi. I and also. But like I am those. allergic to shellfish, so I have to watch out what Ooh, I eat. Don't get that spider roll. I, yeah, I can't. Eat I don't think with I would crab. ever yeah. order something called a spider roll. Have you ever seen one? No. It's maybe. So it's like a it's like a tempura style soft shell crab. Oh no, I don't like that. That they already. that they like stick the legs up out of. No. And so it looks like a, there's like a spider. Watching people your... eat soft shell crab is I can't even deal with it. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's, it's almost as frightening as a crab's mouth. It is terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Did you see that video of the crab eating its babies? Yes. No. Oh my god. I did town on I did not like it, but I watched it for a very long time. I'll tell you who did like it. That crab. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> There's hundreds of these little babies, and uh -huh. he was just like picking them up, and like not even looking because he didn't have to because there's so many. He just reached down, pick one up, pop uh -huh. it right in the mouth like popcorn. Yeah, he was a little uh, red crab from Madagascar. It I was say. terrible, and wow. I watched it forever. What? <laughs> That's he was a nightmare. A, he was a hungry oh, crab. I did not like it. It looked like hungry, hungry crabs. Let me tell you, beast mode on those babies. <laughs> let me tell you my favorite part about virulence. So we went, we picked this game up at. My favorite game store that doesn't sponsor us. 
uh, games and stuff in Maryland, somewhere over there in Maryland. <laughs> sure. It is in Maryland for sure, but it's called Games and Stuff. But it's this awesome game store. It's huge, and they have all kinds of stuff. And this is the very first game that Amber, picked, my wife, picked out herself. She's like, I want this game. And I looked at it, and in my head, I go, that is a stupid game. I will never learn that game. No, so that's her first game she picked out. And I thought all I could think was, like, that is a stupid-looking game, and I'm never going to learn it. And I finally learned it, and I go, let's play this game. And then... Dang it if it wasn't good. <laughs> we played a bunch of it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's we should fun. call them for sponsorship. Who's them? Virulence? No, games, <laughs> games and stuff. Games and stuff. I don't know how to do that. They're the Mid-Atlantic's best source for tabletop gaming. Fact. Plug. Guys, if you live anywhere near Glen Burnie. That's true. I suggest go there. I really enjoy those guys. Yeah, we're the Mid-Atlantic's best source for game information if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yes. that might not be true. Yes. But <laughs> yes. Yeah. But dang it. it might. Tell, them, tell them we this, sent you. We're this. <laughs> yeah, if you want to confuse them, tell them we sent yeah, <laughs> and he'll say who? 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 That'd be great if they emailed us. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Uh, Dave, what else did we play this week? Uh, we got our race on. Played some downforce. Oh, downforce. downforce! I dislike car racing as a thing to watch or care about in real life. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy car racing if it's a board game. What if it is Fast and the Furious? I, I is it car racing? That's car racing with guns. Like that's a little more. No, fun. that's they live their lives a quarter mile at a time, yeah. Dave. So. I think you've conflated Fast and Furious with Twisted Metal. I, <laughs> oh man. Twisted metal, metal, baby. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen me drive, but a quarter mile is a decent chunk of time. (laughs) (laughs) Slow and easy, baby. So Downforce was originally created in the 70s or something, but it had a different name. So Restoration Games is this game company that takes old board games and restores them. Oh, we talked about it last podcast. And and makes them better. Yeah, we Mm -hmm. were talking about uh, Fireball Island and stuff. So they make Downforce. So uh, Downforce is a party racing game. Everybody gets it's a deck of a uh, hand of cards mm-hmm. and in their hand of cards there are six different colored cars and each card in your hand has a certain number of cars on it with a number next to it and that's how far that color of car can move so on your turn you're not most times you're not only moving your car but you're moving a bunch of other cars mm-hmm. so in the order they are listed on in the, the order that they're listed yeah. so there's probably some strategy to this which i have not got the sweet spot of. i mean there's definitely a little bit of strategy but because of the amount of movement all of the cars do not on your turn right like the amount of stuff you can do with your car lessens greatly well and here's the i think the most important thing that makes this game fun and more competitive is there's three spots on the map and once the first car passes that spot you bet on which car you think Mm -hmm. is going to win and it doesn't have to be your car it could be any car so then if you're betting on a certain car let's say mark's driving the blue car and i have the green car well mark's looking good i might bet on the blue car and so then from then on out i might also be trying to push him farther ahead and that's the huge crux of the game right. like the only way to get your car across the finish line first is to get other people to hopefully bet on your car yeah, you're yes. just not gonna have enough cards to push your car over oh, yeah. like it's it's just not gonna work so you need and we played it with six players which is the full player count and it, by the time i go a second time like you have no idea what's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah and, and the cars if the cars get blocked in there's little spaces on the board of course for the cars to move and if there's two cars in front of you you can't get past them just like real life you can't pass a car mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of that's a valid strategies that block other cars in or just get your car stuck there which i found <laughs> which i tried and, and when you have a, a certain car blocked 
there is the perfect time to then play a card that's very high in numerical value for that car because mm-hmm. then you're just like hey dan your blue car moves six. Oh no it doesn't move any at, at, all, at all actually mm-hmm. uh, second to move is my car which is one space in front of yours it now moves four mm-hmm. spaces ha 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 this card that should have moved your car six and mine four now just move my car four spaces. right right and and it's it's a really fun for such a simple concept mm-hmm. it is really fun so the way the game works is you put up a driver color and um a power and these uh, these abilities have some effect on the game but not game breaking and a lot of times very minor yeah and a lot of times they're like you use them maybe once or twice a game Mm -hmm. yeah so it's not it's not anything crazy so you want to look at your hand i don't i don't know how anyone else is doing it but i look at my hand and see what color i had the most of and then i I do it too (laughs) and i would bid on what car i i think i was gonna get so um and then you race, and it's a, it's a pretty quick game. It doesn't take very long. No, no. And, but it's really fun. It's shockingly fun for a racing game. I mm. think that if I'm getting together with like six people and we're going to play a racing game, I don't want to think a lot about. Downforce is absolutely right. perfect. Uh, what's that other racing game? Formula D. Formula D. If I want to sit down and really think about a racing game, I would play Formula D. I disagree because Formula D is completely based on a die roll. Uh, your, all your movement is die rolls. But it's also shifting and then playing the odds. But you're but absolutely the, yeah, right. At the end of the day, it's still die It's roll. more, I think Formula D is more random than downforce. Because at, oh, yeah, at least you have some sort of effect on it. Mm-hmm. But Formula D, Formula D is fun too. But it is, we haven't played it in a really long the, time. I was going to say, that was, that was one from our That was like one of the very days. first games yeah, yeah, I got. Yeah. Was Formula D the one where you can also shoot each other? No, no, I'm no. Of road, Roadkill rate. Rally, Roadkill, Roadkill Rally, rally. Mm-hmm. run over old people and children. And Roadkill Rally is probably one of my favorite racing games, purely because of what you just said. Like, name another game you can run over children. Like, that, just, well, <laughs> not and old people, old like, people, and, yeah. and normal people, and, and, normal and no, also That's normal. Right. People. We are not an ageist <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I will run o- in this game, <laughs> and this game only. I will run over all of those people because they are worth points. But I also really like in that game that you're like shooting each other. You shoot each other. The map is kind of random. Mm -hmm. The map builds out as you go. That's a fun game. Yeah, I love I love Roadkill Rally. I love it. It's a blast. (laughs) I love it. Oh, so it turns out there's three racing games I love. There's a bunch. We I just haven't played that biking one. Was that oh, yeah. uh, Flame, Rouge? Flame Rouge? Flame Rouge. I want to play it. Everybody says it's great, but yeah, it is it's, about it's, bicycling, it's so hotness. I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure out if that's something I like. So Downforce, I would say it is the complexity level of Ticket to Ride. Uh, I don't know, because I've never played Ticket to Ride. I really? Mean, Ticket to Ride is not fun, so I don't ever think about it. So <laughs> I'm just trying to base it on a complexity. It's not a very complex no, game it, at yeah, all. It is, it is like an entry level game mm-hmm. where we. I had no problem bringing it out for some, because we had our one of our players was someone that does not play a lot of games mm-hmm. and i had no problem bringing that out and she picked it up really fast, oh yeah so. yeah she was she was good to go yeah i mean it's not it's not that hard of a game she's so. making money moves it's not like we were teaching her root or something <laughs> god could you imagine <laughs> no teaching anybody root? i could barely not a board gamer <laughs> yeah yeah i'm still not convinced I have <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i know three of the four <laughs> in the base in the base game yeah we played uh some herbaceous Ooh, got herbaceous. some herb on the table uh-oh nope, nope. and by that i mean <laughs> yeah. rosemary and time the, the dankest of sage. Yeah, herbaceous. <laughs> herbaceous. Mark, this is your game. You can... Oh, boy. So it's like a trick-taking game, kind of, in a way, right? Mm, Would you call it a trick-taking game? Sure. Uh, you're no. basically, the way the game works is you have uh, private gardens and you have a community garden. <laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome to my private garden. Oh, nope. I have a private garden. It was private weird garden. when you said it when we were playing. <laughs> yeah, this is your private. You have a little sign that yeah. says private yeah, garden. It definitely says garden. private garden. It's like a little like uh, stake that you put into the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically the way it works is <laughs> everyone, um, you end up with a, a community group of cards that cause you, you draw two cards. And one of those cards uh, is a type of herb that you'll put into your uh, private garden, and the other card you put into your community garden. Everyone basically does that. And then as you collect more and more herbs, you have to decide which pot to put them in. Like mm. you can put them in like the large planter, um, the small planter, the glass jar for the special herbs. Um, <laughs> I think just call them like special herbs. Special too. herbs. It's like the chives. It's like, uh, what, is, what else is in there? Mint? The special herbs. All I can think of is like KFC. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Special, special herbs. herbs. But there's only three special herbs it, in this game. That's yeah. right. And that would make terrible chicken. <laughs> yeah. So um, you kind of, it's a, you sort of have to push your luck a little bit. You kind of want to wait, but you don't want to wait too long because if you wait too long, someone may snatch up all that saffron mm-hmm. that's in the middle of the community garden. I have to be honest, when I was playing this, I was randomly taking cards. <laughs> <And> I, you... <laughs> I was like kind of confused in the beginning, like any new game. Mm-hmm. Like I was a little confused in the beginning and I was like, I don't know, do I want this? And I like gleaned nothing from Mark. So I was like, I guess I will take yeah, this. Because I didn't give you guys any pointers. I was just no, like, you here's just how you play go. it, go for it. And then slowly as you get farther in, you're like, oh, I took all of the wrong cards for my stupid special garden well, and secret garden what was what interesting is garden? yeah private garden? Pri- oh, private, private garden. garden i called it all of the, <laughs> garden. welcome to my private garden oh, welcome that to is my private garden arrow <laughs> pointing to me and my garden one of the things <laughs> to angle this away uh there's what is no the escape well, there's no escape in my private <laughs> yeah, you garden can't escape my private garden dave welcome to my private garden welcome to my private garden have you seen my orchids <laughs> I can just think of a flower. I can just edit all the Don't do it. Don't do it. Keep that in. That's gold. (laughs) Private garden talk is gold. So one of the things I thought was weird was I kept, I was, so I was the turn after Dan, like Dan was the player in front of me. Uh, which never works out well for me. <laughs> I always, if I Dave is behind me, I will use my power to hold him down. <laughs> and he kept like the turn that I wanted to take everything, like one of an herb or whatever, he would scoop it all up mm-hmm. like that same turn. But then at the end of the game, we tied. We had the same score and total which different was, strategies. Which was so weird because I like we even, I had you guys recount my cards because I didn't think that was right. Yeah, I thought Dan crushed you guys. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Yeah. I, I also absolutely. thought that for once in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I absolutely got crushed i agreed with you mm-hmm. <laughs> so i was like count this normally when dave is like the player to my left i know two players that aren't winning that game <laughs> <laughs> that's right because dan's gonna lose anyway yeah i'm and, already gonna lose but he's... if i can hold somebody else back <laughs> sorry i'm not stuck in here with you you're stuck <laughs> yeah, in here with me i'm gonna do it i'm used to losing <laughs> it doesn't i'm fine with it like mm. if dan mark and i were in a house fire yeah the yeah, fire yeah. was approaching dan wouldn't just trip me like he would trip <laughs> me and then he would sit on yeah. my back and then mark would be running out mark would be like guys are you coming and danny would be like no i'm no i'm gonna die yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna see make in, sure- in your house fire example i am already on fire <laughs> <laughs> i see dave and mark coming and that's i just right. knock i don't get out of their way <laughs> i get into dave's way yeah, that's right i'm just, so, so squirrely i just yeah. run right under you yeah. just bear hugs me until we both go up in flames no dave take me too <laughs> but in my head i go i'm taking you <laughs> Mm. that's the way to go just permanently seared to dan and death oh man we are we are one 
That's right. I get a whiff of that. <laughs> Whatever I'm, I'm afterlife there anymore. may be, Dave mm. and I are one in it. Seeing of KFC spices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Special herbs and spices. Uh, welcome to my private garden. My private garden. <laughs> welcome. We're going to have herb biscuits in my private welcome garden. Welcome to Dave and I's private garden. That's another thing. You could, like, the highest scoring thing in that game is an herb biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. Which herb none of us got it. You have no. to get all of the special. What is it? The special herbs. Three special herbs. You got to get. You got to get. Yeah, you got to have a mint, a thyme. I got one and two or something like that. was the last herb? I don't know, but I would Chives. never. I would Chives. Never, is you're that right? Really I think you're 100 oh, right. I was trying to make a joke. Yeah. I, I would not eat that biscuit. That's what I know. This is a British game, I guess. Sure. They I don't do know. Like... It's it's aggressively yuppie it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, aggressively yeah, yeah. yuppie. But it was fun. It's fun. I would definitely play it. Again. My my complaint about that game is it's it's a slow starter. Like yes, until very much so. until you've gone around a couple of times, there's not a lot of herb selection. Yeah. yeah. I, I almost wish the game began with, with some herbs out. Some herbs out. Yeah. Like yeah, random like, herbs into your private garden. Like throw. Yes, and my private garden. You did it. Uh, I brought this on myself. <laughs> yeah, you did it. <laughs> I would like to take this hibiscus and put it in my private garden. Oh, very nice. Is that basil in your private garden over there? <laughs> is hibiscus a thing? That I was believe in that a game? hibiscus is a flower. Oh, oh, maybe I'm getting it mixed up that's with. Okay, you're probably thinking of saffron over there in your private <laughs> garden. Oh, saffron was a thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. I can't even li- not lisp it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way Dang you talk Mark. about your <laughs> private garden. What's that where people oh. whisper into? the microphone oh it's ASMR, oh, ASMR. yeah welcome ASMR. to my private garden nope <laughs> you should sure. tell you all about it yeah that that's me ruffling the plant in my private garden <laughs> all right so how many chives would you give this out oh of, yeah out of five hmm. onions how many chives would you <laughs> give five this? onions out of five yellow vidalias <laughs> i'd give it out of five yellow vidalias i'd give it like Three chives and a handful of, like Italian parsley. Okay, I don't understand okay. that ranking. I, don't, I, I think I don't understand it, but I'm gonna drizzle it on top of something. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, we only played it once. Like Dave and I only played it once. Yeah, I played it a couple times. My girlfriend really likes it. It's a nice, easy starter game for she her. Like, she's not like a game. How does she enjoy her private garden? Oh, she <laughs> always enjoys a trip to the private garden. Oh. I like it. I yeah. mean, I don't get it really. <laughs> I I think that it is honestly just. Too slow for me. I th- is, I yeah, didn't enjoy the entire beginning portion, and then someone. So basically, someone takes the trick, if you will, the the pile of herbs that are in the center. You pile them up. Uh, whenever you draw your two cards, you put one in the public garden, one in your private garden. Mm-hmm. You pile up the public Say, garden right. herbs, yeah. and then your eventually, someone garden. on their turn can just take all of that type of herb and right. plant it. Um, the catch is you have to plant. If you do that, you can't just take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the downside is now you've just taken all the stuff from the public the garden so you now have another three to four rounds where all of you are just drawing it cards is, again it is kind of a push your luck did you say that already kind uh, of a push I your think luck i might have it, said it was it is yeah. a little bit of a push your luck your like oh, maybe i'll wait one more mm. round and that is the like Dan fa- famous last words <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i wait what i do is on my turn i look at dave's eyes <laughs> <laughs> and whatever he is looking at whether yeah. i need it or not the, the tell is if dave lips licks his lips just yeah. a little the little left side of my upper lip that is yeah he that's just how you get in there I saw him looking at some chives, and I yeah. go, no, no, I don't need those, but I need Dave <laughs> not what? to have them. I know. I'm supposed to put them in my glass jar. Guess what I'm doing with them? Right in the large planter. Right in the large planter. Nobody's going to like it. <laughs> well, and the thing is, you only plant three times in this game. Because once you plant uh, in four, a- four times. Four, four, four cards. Because once you plant in a planter, like, that's it. Yep, you can never yep, use that planter again. We're done. Just, just like real life. Yep. Yeah, that's how gardens work. <laughs> yep, that's how my secret garden <laughs> <Yep>. works. <laughs> well, no, it's not secret. It's private. I keep calling it secret. <laughs> but yeah, this, this game was perfectly fine.
fine. I would like if you brought it and wanted to play it, I'd happily play I'm it. I'm glad again, it. I'm glad it wasn't really long. That's like if true. it was really it, long, it doesn't overstay its welcome, yeah. which is nice. Mm-mm. Yeah, unlike would, Mint, which overstays its welcome. Yeah, also, Come, I hate it. Comes back. Same <laughs> does every hate year. Mint. Do you know I what do. C's? Do you know what C's candy is? Right, mm, C's, yeah. it's a West Coast candy company. So C's candy, if you order something with mint, like a mint uh, chocolate, they will ship it in a separate thing so oh, that it does not contaminate that. all your other chocolates. Oh. So two years ago, uh, my wife's grandmother does this thing every family Christmas where she fills a giant jar with candy, and then all of the family puts in a guess as to how many uh, candies are in it. Oh, yeah. And then whoever guesses right wins. The catch is she puts something odd in the middle, like like a giant Snickers bar is in the middle with like money taped around right. it. Right. So it's it's a lot of fun. Your your guess is always off. Anyway, so the one time I won it, she put uh thin thin mints, I oh, think they're called. The, oh yeah, yeah. There. And th- there was only like a handful of them scattered throughout like the, the jar. Like the little Andes, mm-hmm. right? Little Andes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single piece yeah. of candy in that entire jar tasted and smelled like mint. The oh, same I thing with, I, I like mint too, but the licorice, like the black licorice yeah. flavor, I don't like Ooh, that at yeah. all. Yeah. But yeah. that will also contaminate mm-hmm. like all of your mm-hmm. good tasting things, with that trash tasting thing. So we also played a game, which I want to talk about the backstory of. On tour? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So on tour. <laughs> it's like, where's this going? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Curious. So I literally was thinking about trying to figure this out. Really. Okay. So on tour is uh. I, oh no! I was gonna say I won this game, but I didn't. Stupid, <laughs> stupid Amber won. <laughs> she had help. She had help from me. So she said you were no help. There's she a. She doesn't of- know what she's talking about. <laughs> she knows nothing. Come at me, Amber. <laughs> Good luck planning your own stupid tour next time. Well, I think she was defending herself because I was talking trash because you there really were two were. of you. I don't think that I helped much, though. She said that she didn't know what she was doing in the beginning and that you were helpful then. But then once she got the game, <laughs> you were once no she longer understood, helpful. I was like, I could tell. Like, I turned a corner where I was like being detrimental. And I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm actually her, hurting you she's now. Gonna do her, let her, let her Put do this her 99 now. right next to that one. <laughs> That's the trick. All right, go all ahead, right, Dave. Go ahead, Sorry, Dave. I derailed you. It's all good. Uh, so it's a map of the U.S. is, is the thing. There's mm-hmm. a circle over most states. Delaware is not on the Mm-mm. on the it's map the mc baby yeah. mc mid coast um, so you you basically are rolling these 2d10 and then on this map you're going to so let's say you rolled a, a nine and a four so you have to write the numbers 94 and 49 somewhere on this map but it's dictated by it's dictated by these three cards that come out and say the uh sort of section of the u.s you're allowed to put it in they also have a specific state on them and if you write that specific state if you write that number in that specific state then it's worth a bonus point at the mm-hmm. end of the you game circle if the your thing. route goes through that number right which a ton of my routes did not no so here's the crux of the game is you have to fill every single circle on the entire map and because you're rolling 2d10 that's 1 to 99 1 mm-hmm. to 99 mm-hmm. and so you're you're filling with these random numbers as the game goes then at the end of the game you have to create the longest continual path assuming all of the numbers start at the bottom and go up. So you can never go to a number that is lower than the number in the previous step of the it, path. It's it okay to go equal, equal yeah. or a wild, right? Yeah, equal, and then some. if you roll doubles, then it's a wild. Uh, so... <laughs> The, this game is basically you planning a tour for your band and you're using the worst metric I could possibly think of to plan a <laughs> tour around. So uh, here's the backstory to this game. Okay. You are a tour manager who really, really wants a band to fail, but you also love randomness and maybe drugs. So, <laughs> so you sit down at a map and you roll dice and then just lazily fill in a path 
and then look at your band and go, yeah, I want you to fail. I've created you this horrific path. You know who would plan a tour like this? Dr. Hook in the Medicine Show. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. 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 100%. Or, uh, or um, George Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> George the Parliament Funkadelics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, that's a good point, too. They, they, oh, those I, guys groove so hard, though. I really, really liked this game. It was super I fun. really liked yeah, this, this game. Yeah, this game was good. Yeah, so when we finished, so my score was 29, and then the guy that was teaching us this game is really good at games. Mm-hmm. And so I look up to him like a child and I go, is this a good score? Did I do good? I, I said, what's a good score? And he said anything in like the upper 20s. And I got a 29. So I am taking this as a compliment from this gentleman that mm-hmm. I did good. Yeah. And then Amber had like 30 something. <laughs> right. <sighs> it, come on. Yeah. Amber Amber like uh, had, a, had a lot of good luck as far as like putting. Some or, placement. Mm-hmm. With some placement. And this game has yeah. a certain amount of. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it has some luck to it, but also don't be an idiot where you place your numbers to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So but there was a couple times where i like made a mistake and then realized it on the next roll mm-hmm. and yeah. then was like whoops yep. like, why, yeah. did, why did i put the 99 there yeah, yeah. that's a stupid thing yeah. uh, and i think also like i was trying to be smart and create a path around the u.s so i could get like a good amount of states and so i left myself on purpose like florida and most of like maine and new hampshire uh, and massachusetts i left myself spots empty purposefully that i could put throwaway numbers in like mm-hmm. numbers i didn't care mm-hmm. about i knew things are gonna get rolled i couldn't fit them anywhere so i left myself a bunch of empty spaces and then everything that was rolled for like an insane <laughs> amount of time was exactly what i didn't yeah. need. yeah well what's what's so cool we were talking about that uh, talking uh to the folks that brought it about this game and they backed it on kickstarter and it came with four boards mm-hmm. and it was a country music board country music a, r&b uh, uh, rap rock and then there was a uh, jazz mm-hmm. band you could play this with an unlimited amount of players which yeah is, they said they ordered more boards yeah which is the coolest part to me like so it's so expandable they ordered like 10 more boards mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that um but i i really really like this so much that i looked it up that night and you cannot get it yet so, oh, so really yeah so side note about that one of my favorite things about this game is that you basically roll the dice and then put out the three cards of where you're allowed to place your two numbers and then everyone does it simultaneously so the vast majority mm-hmm. of this game takes place simultaneously so because of that you could play with 10 players and it really wouldn't it, take it, any it wouldn't longer change any longer unless than... someone's got like an house paralysis and it's oh, just yeah. like staring at the board forever. that's me baby We're, yeah <laughs> yeah what what region am i just not going to i just oh, i constantly just made uh, a choice like i'm going to put whatever is rolled in this spot like, <laughs> and it, i mean it worked out to a point yeah there was I, a couple times where i had a good path that went like starting in the mid coast mm-hmm. and going down to florida and mm-hmm. then up through the midwest and then ending in like utah but there was all of texas was just like throwaway numbers all down there i was like i don't know guess we're not going there yeah you had a you had a really good path because uh, i did have you posted mm-hmm. that on insta and well, it was great well that was my thing trying to get a long path i wanted a really long path mm-hmm. and and i didn't care i cared a lot in the beginning about getting the exact cities like that's what mm-hmm. i really cared about oh yeah and then i realized that was really messing me yeah, up yeah so that I, was my problem i, I, I the first like five or six rolls i just was putting them exactly where it said and then i realized this is a terrible strategy because mm-hmm. i can't plan enough around this yeah and then but i i really like that game i it definitely was, want to get it. i also like that um so like the the theme like if you're rb a country it has no bearing on the game oh, yeah. however there is a little spot in the lower left hand corner of the board where you're supposed to put your band name mm-hmm. what did you name your band dan i named it shroots beats and i was the rock band and I, candy wouldn't come up off the the hip-hop band because <laughs> it would have been perfect for the hip-hop right. band but she wasn't <laughs> shroots she, beats yeah, mark she what'd you go with i went with busted pug were oh, you yeah. also the hip-hop band no i was the uh acoustic uh punk rock band <laughs> yeah we started in portland 
I like it. Because of like course it. we did. Duh. Yeah. I was a country band, and I named myself the Bare Naked Scarecrows. I like that. That's good. I, what was Amber's? Do you remember? Probably uh, something offensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Something we can't mention here. Yeah. yeah knowing my wife, it probably was something <laughs> that I would have just shook my head at. Like, mm. But the actual gameplay, pretty pretty simple. Yeah. Very easy to teach. Rules. Um, mm-hmm. There's very few actual rules. Like it did not take long to teach. And I love the scalability where player count doesn't matter when it comes to the length of time. There's no turn delay you're not waiting for someone else to take their turn so you can finally get back to you i like this game a lot yeah, what was the name of the classic game it was like right and uh right uh roll and right roll and right mm. that's right yeah that's what the name yep, of it roll was. and right there's a couple out there that i've been looking at and they're uh, all just yeah. they're all recent releases and railroad ink railroad ink mm, big one, one yeah. and uh welcome to uh oh yeah welcome to i hear welcome it's getting, is good it's is, is hot too. it's all the hotness it's all the but hotness. you can't get it so. hey speaking of the hotness tell me more we got to play a game that is not even out yet oh, yeah, we, did. we got we that did. insider access uh, we played Wingspan. Wingspan, so good. All Two. right, round table. Favorite okay. bird, starting with Dave. Oh, favorite bird, starting oh, with man. me. I, I'm the blue-crested uh, pheasant. All right, Dan? I, I don't know if that's a real bird. To, I, I was going to say, I would have to make up a bird. Uh, no, the uh, the osprey. Who could oh, that pick? Was, that's, yeah. That thing's huge. Yeah, I love Mark? it. Yeah. Uh, the predator. Honestly, it's going to sound like I'm trolling, but I'm not. Pigeon. <laughs> Troll. Noble pigeon. Noble pigeon. That is the rat of the air. <laughs> the, yeah. Noble, <laughs> Noble pigeon. pigeon. Always hardworking I out also there. like the Hustling horned owl. every day. The horned owl. Jackie, yeah, he was a predator. My, my girlfriend's a huge fan of owls. Really? Yeah. They kind of freak me out a little bit. Have you ever seen that? Uh, it's like a short video of like baby owls like in a in like a little owl home and they just <laughs> stick the camera in there. And they're they're a not nest? covered with feathers, like a nest. They you look mean? awful, and they're like eating mice in there. It's, no, it's that's terrible. Oh, that's like I saw uh, baby hedgehogs, and they are just like pink with like seven quills. They're terrifying <laughs> looking. <laughs> yep, my sister oh my God, and I yeah. used to uh, used to have a bunch of mice, and when the mice would give birth, so that we could give them to the pet store and then get free food and bedding. I know that they went for snake feed. It doesn't yeah. bother me. <laughs> I didn't yeah. die a little yeah. inside every time. Uh, circle of life. <laughs> Pinkies. Um, they were pink. They looked like pink pencil racers. Like they were so terrifying. Weird. Yeah, they called. They're called pinkies. They're gross. But but wingspan, we... (laughs) So anyway... Uh, yeah, Wingspan was a ton of fun. So Wingspan was very much an engine builder. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Um, an re- egg builder. It reminded me a little bit of like Gizmo or yeah. uh, or even Splendor, like <laughs> in that you're, it's an engine builder. Other games I'm not good at. <laughs> so the coolest part about this game is there's this huge deck of cards and all the bird pictures, drawings on there, and bird names. And bird are, facts. And, and bird facts oh, are bird unique facts. to each card. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's not two of the same in the deck, which I thought was just awesome. Yeah, that, that was super cool. I will say from a gameplay perspective... Um, uh, there is repetition when it comes to the powers mm-hmm. or actions sure, of sure. the cards, which I have zero problem with. Yeah, like yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want 170 or something different actions. Like no, that's I mean, a little ridiculous. Yeah, I would never play that game. Um, but every single bird in Bird Fact, completely unique, really cool art. So uh, it reminded me of Gizmo because you actually roll some dice into a dice tower. It comes with a bird feeder, yeah, a bird house, bird, bird house dice, tower, dice tower, which is awesome. really neat. And then that is your resource generation. So like when you're taking resources, you're taking little tokens, but you can only take what is on the dice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once the, there's down to one type of resource, you can re-roll if you want. And it's like cherries and worms and uh, fish, rats, fish, fish and rats, rats and, and wheat. It was reminiscent of Gizmo in that way, in that like the marvels come out. Like it right. was the same mm-hmm. sort of style. I really like that a lot about it. I, I loved when your birds laid eggs because the eggs look like Cadbury they eggs. Absolutely, they like Cadbury eggs, eggs, which was crazy. Totally we had to eat one. We had a couple people come over to the table and like, oh, there's candy, and it's like, no, yeah. no, <laughs> no please don't eat not. that. You'll Boy. be so disappointed. Boy, yeah. Are you going to be upset? Yeah. 
but this so each person has a player board in front of them and there's like a tree where you, your yeah. birds can live there's layers of where your birds live. right mm-hmm. so there's the tree there's the grassland grassland yeah. and then there's waterfowl yeah. of some sort. marsh marshlands, marshlands. waterfowl mm-hmm. waterfowls so, so you, you yeah. basically can activate per turn you can activate exactly one row of cards mm-hmm. you can activate your tree cards your grassland cards or you can activate your water cards. Or With you can one play a bird. There's a spot on the board to play a bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, I don't spot hatch a bird. Hatch a bird, but it says play a bird. Play but a bird. I, it's not very thematic. No, I, I needed to say hatch a bird. Hatch a bird. <laughs> Build a bird. I don't Build a bird in your birdery. <laughs> They go ahead and you, you're playing birds and then you always activate each row from right to left. So as you start hatching birds into these rows, the powers of the birds all take place. So that becomes your engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're doing more actions with activating a row every time you're putting a new bird in that and row. The, and the farther to the right that you have built out, the more powerful that activation. So you are going to get more resources if mm-hmm. you have more birds in the trees or you are going to get more eggs if you have more birds in the grassland. Because mm-hmm. the thing the most to the right of what card is out there is also a power mm-hmm. so you start one space to the right of the furthest bird uh, you've placed and then that is the power you do first and then you go through your birds from right to left mm-hmm. and uh, so like early on in the game I got a really nice bird out that let me draw two cards and then discard one card. So I was able to keep drawing bird cards while activating my power to get food. Mm-hmm. So like I, I never really had to activate the waterfowl section, which is draw cards, because I could just keep activating my tree section and get my cards while getting food. So yeah. I, I was flush for food, which as it turns out, did not help me win the game. Oh, yeah. But it was a lot of fun so, to build my engine. So mm-hmm. the one of the things I like best about this game, and it could be a while in between your turns, but one of the coolest things is there is some interaction. Like mm-hmm. some of your birds mm-hmm. have powers that happen in between turns, or some other people's birds let you draw cards on stuff mm-hmm. on your turn. So it keeps you involved in the game. Otherwise, you'd just be staring at someone like, oh, I'm going to lay an egg now. Like, all right, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just exactly. do it. Yeah. So like I had the cuckoo Mm -hmm. and it was like the second that somebody else laid an egg i could also put an egg in mine right Mm, so you're like you're more involved in other people's turns which is great because i don't i i don't want to just sit there and stare at you while you're doing your turn Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i mean who knows it could be forever but yeah uh but this game is i really really like this game Mm -hmm. i thought it was a lot of fun and it was our first time playing it and there was a lot of rules thrown at you all at once like in it, it in any game yeah and so the first like three rounds i had no idea what i was doing i was just like staring at my bird cards and then um the couple that came the the wife was sitting next to me and and they were so nice about the whole thing so i was just like throwing questions at her finally like it all clicked together mm-hmm. like, oh my yeah. god i've already screwed up so bad <laughs> <laughs> i've made so exactly. many poor choices and like each bird is worth a certain amount of victory points and i had a ton of birds but they were all like one and two victory points yeah but mm. you maxed out your eggs i did max out my eggs which is the only thing that kept me competitive in this game and i realized it real late that mm. i was just like that's how i'm gonna get in this game is just lay all of these that's, eggs that's what i thought was kind of interesting about this game is because like of the way that your initial draw of birds like that can dictate your strategy what for the kind game. of engine mm-hmm. you exactly and, the, and so, the, so the first two birds i built their powers were um when i uh when i activate this row they each laid an egg and they were in my egg laying role mm-hmm. so i every time i would just get two bonus eggs eggs every time so why not just pump out eggs because that was my best thing right 
Yeah, and at the end of the game, uh, victory points are basically... And this is my least favorite portion of the game was end-of-game scoring. Yeah. It was... I'm not going to say it was wonky because it made perfect sense. Right. Mm-hmm. But there were just a lot of different things you had to yeah. write now, down. Now, how many score. of this do you have? Now, how many it's of nice this It's nice that they had like a little flow chart mm-hmm. to walk yeah. you through basically how to score all of it. pieces of paper. Yeah. Yeah, that are designed to help you with it, which was very helpful. Mm-hmm. But it, it did take a little bit of time and I didn't love it. But it wasn't enough that it would throw me off the yeah. game. Yeah, I'd say the only thing I didn't care for the game... Uh, uh, like I said, the art was amazing. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. The super components are super nice. There, there's, I felt like there's a lot of downtime. That probably because thing. it's, yeah. yeah. And it could have been because it was our first game. First game. But, but I, I definitely so, like walked off and got snacks a couple times. And it between. was never, I was teaching another game at another table and was able to come back and pick up like nothing had happened, right, which right. is which is good and bad. But yeah, the downtime was, was the worst part. And I, I, mm. I, I said four players. I think there was five. I was going to say, playing. I think we were playing at the max. Yeah, yeah five. five of us yeah. playing. Yeah. Which probably doesn't help with the downtime situation. And I wouldn't want to play with any more than five. Like if they put out an expansion, add more cards or whatever, but certainly don't up the player player count. But at the same time, by the end of the game, our turns were going by faster, even though we had more actions to do. Because by Mm -hmm. the end of the game, you by the time you're activating a row, you know what everything's doing. And so it was very quickly like, okay, I'm gonna activate this row, I'm gonna do this and this and this and this. All right, it's your turn. Like it it started to be very quick. Well, and plus Mm -hmm. I think the time was like between us three like that mm-hmm. was the downtime oh, because the other two have played so many times they like knew what they were doing they were and nice it showed in their score <laughs> and, but like we we're just like i don't know like can i even play this card like how do i play this that's mm-hmm. how i spent my first few turns like should i put this here yeah and she would like shake her head and i would put it back in my hand <laughs> you didn't <laughs> oh, see sorry that. no yeah. no not that one I, oh. and it was so interesting too because like i ended up coming in second and i had like two eggs Didn't and have i eggs. think i was only a couple points behind you yeah. and i had all of the eggs. Well, that's what I was the, saying. Yeah, like, the lowest scoring birds. We were very close. Yeah, yeah. And, and we had and totally, totally different, strategy. different strategies. I think I got crushed, but I think... Uh, but it, I don't it, even it think just, it was by that much. It wasn't no. by that much, but yeah. I just had this weird situation where I kept having like these really expensive, high-value birds come out that didn't really do much for me. What like, did that the, was just the luck of my draw The guy in birds. first place, he had a lot of points, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he was like 9 or 10 in front of me, yeah. and that's a lot in this game. I think his yeah, score sure. was in the 50s, and we were both in the low 40s. Yeah, and he was like sneaky like get to the front because I was looking at his board and I was like I don't understand what he's doing and then in the end he's like I have 8 million points <laughs> so there's this other scoring mechanic um, because you basically just play I want to say four rounds yes three or four rounds four rounds total yeah and so at every round there's a different way to score bonus points in that round right and I think he was doing really well at that mm-hmm. well um, I won the first one I was so impressed with myself and then I did not do well no, in the I other did, three I did well at none <laughs> of them like whoops I, so you also have because and this is one of my other it's not an issue but it just is what it is there are so many different ways to get bonus or to get points and one of them on top of all of that is that you have your own private goal card mm-hmm. and yeah. my private oh, goal yeah. card was the dead opposite of every single public bonus out oh, there on the yeah. board so yeah. i was like man i basically have to choose either i try to compete with everyone there or I try to get my private bonus. I can't do both. Well, and so. that's the other thing. So Mark had two private goals, and the guy that won had three. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a bird that gave me any Neither more goals, I. so I was just playing <laughs> right. off that one, and I didn't do well at that. Oh so yeah, it's same, like probably. Same, I didn't I get did. either one of my private goals. Yeah, but I didn't even think about that. Like mm-hmm. I forgot about my card for a while, <laughs> yep. and then yep. I like looked down and was like, "What's that?" And I flipped over. Oh yeah, I should be looking for. Yeah, those. and mine wasn't even that bad. Like one of my private goals was like have seven birds with one egg on them. Oh yeah, which and I just never had. I had like eight 
eight birds total. I was just scrimping and saving well, mine for was, food. It mine was brutal. seemed so easy when I first read it. And it was like, this is what's really cool. I thought about this too. So your goal card has a stipulation. My, like my goal card was have a certain amount of birds with uh, colors in their name. Mm -hmm. And then at the very bottom of the card, it tells you what percentage of those cards are in the deck. That was so nice. Yeah. So which, which I like blew my mind. I was like, what's this percentage? And you're like, that's what's in the deck. So mine was like 34%. I was like, I'm going to nail this. And then I got three. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I can't find colors. Yeah. None of those warblers, blue-crested oh, warblers. It was terrible. It was mm. tough. But I really, really like this I game. I loved that game. It was, it was another a lot game, of fun. It was another game I looked up, and then I thought, oh, it's not out yet. I can't yeah. purchase this. <laughs> it seems to be the story of our lives. Yeah, I want to. I just play games that I want to own, and I can't own them. <laughs> Episode 9, we ain't got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not out yet. Uh, Yeah, I, I would happily play again. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. if, if you like... Uh, gizmos if you like splendor and yeah. you just want a way more complicated splendor engine builder in general this game is fantastic yeah. from art to production value to actual gameplay i highly recommend yeah it. yeah i was I, gonna say I, i'm I not a huge fan of the genre of engine builders but this one was very enjoyable i yeah. would give this okay. um i would Ooh. give this 14 feathers out of 18 oh okay nice. God. i Good. would give it <laughs> Three out of four busted city pigeons. <laughs> I would give it a 70, no, no, much higher. 88 eggs out of 99. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of like like you, like that genre. I don't mm -hmm. care to make a uh, engine. I love um, engine builders. It's, but, just not, it's just not the way our brains but, work, I yeah, think. Yeah, but this yeah. is also a more entertaining version of it where yes, I can yes. be entertained in other ways than mm -hmm. like, oh, my engine is busted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like right. sharing the little bird fact on the bottom of every oh, card. Love it. That, was, that was 100% one of my even, favorite parts of the even game. Mm -hmm. Mark and I had predators that when something happened, sure. when we activated our card, we can uh, flip the top card over. And if the bird's wings wingspan was under a certain a centimeter, I think it was like, 75 centimeters. Yeah. Well, it depended on the bird, I think. Yeah, was, but we both had hawks. Yeah. So. so you could eat that bird. And then mm -hmm. it gets put, and that's like a victory point. And it's like, it's nothing to it, but it's just like something added to it yeah. what made it kind of cool. And then other people had predators out. Like the uh, there was a um, oh, there was a scavenger. Right? Oh, yeah, a she vulture. had like a turkey vulture. Yeah, it was a turkey vulture. And if another predator managed to get a feast, mm -hmm. then she uh, she got to do something. She would get I a card too. She would get a victory too. point too. So I, well, I was, think she got to go into the food. Oh, that's right. She bin. got to go yeah. in the food and take something out of the mm -hmm. bin. Yeah. She was because she's sca sca scavenged. She scavenged. She savage. She savage. <laughs> she's got savage. Yeah, check out the new joint from Twenty One Savage. I'm eating birds people <laughs> <I'm eating birds. laughs> is that all of the games we yeah. played oh. believe it or not we've done it we did nice. an episode number nine we did in the it. bag after <laughs> all that's left is hours and hours of editing no zero hours i don't do any <laughs> yeah, of that i don't know as far as i'm concerned it just goes in the bin yeah it goes magic <laughs> yeah uh so <laughs> i just plant it in my my private garden yeah it put it out platinum gold if you baby. have a question about my private garden send me an email <laughs> at randomdrawpodcast yeah. at gmail.com uh check us out on twitter at randomdrawpod check us out on instagram at randomdrawpodcast and um, just rank us on every everything. Yeah. So all, iTunes, all Google Play Music, <laughs> all of them, uh, Spotify, Podbean, uh, 
Stitcher. What's Overcast? The Overcast. Overcast. Is there a ranking system on that? I mean, you can like star it. I don't know how to. I've never used Go it. Go create a ranking system. Yeah. yeah. What I need you to do in your spare time. Is <laughs> code a ranking system in a software you don't own. Yeah. And then, and then rank I think it's open in. source, right? <laughs> it is yeah. now. This is open source, right? I don't think so. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for listening. Episode 10. We did it. Nine. This is episode nine. Oh, what? It's episode nine. <laughs> oh, we almost made it. Dang it. Episode nine. We did it. We did it. <laughs> and now for something completely different. I So I took my dog down to use the bathroom earlier today, and this woman stopped me because it's raining out. Uh-huh. And she goes, isn't today one of those days when you just wish you had a cat? And I was no. like, no. Those aren't days. N- no. <laughs> those like, days. like I would rather I would rather it be raining harder, and I would still rather not have a cat. Those days I don't, don't understand. I'd rather have nothing. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I had an option, it would be nothing. Yeah, it was just a weird comment to be out I know with that your dog. Mark likes then, cats. I love He's cats. a big cat guy. Cat. I, I think cats taste fine. I saw a video <laughs> of a tiger attacking a dog from behind, uh-huh. but apparently they were just playing because in the end they do, were like kids. Do tigers play like that? I they did. I, they do. I know. Well, And I don't like videos like that really mm-hmm. where it's like super gruesome and an animal destroys another animal. Right. So I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch this. But then it like stops and the cat starts like licking the dog's face and the dog's like licking the cat back and i was just like and it's not a cat it's a oh it's a cat it is a well it is a <laughs> i mean sort of yeah it's a cat as much as a uh, chihuahua is a wolf yes all right have you right. have you have you ever seen there's like this video that kind of circulates online from time to time it's like why you should never turn your back on a big cat oh my gosh yes yeah i yeah, have yeah. seen that and it's like these guys who have these perfectly reasonable relationships with like tigers and lions and other animals that can kill you easily and the second that you turn their your back on them they automatically go into hunt mode it's yeah like they and can't he even like help themselves. he like crouch like plops down and starts sneaking forward mm-hmm. like that cat's gonna kill you yeah. just because yeah. you showed its back <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty crazy also that cat would have zero issue killing you to be clear yeah like that's unless unless you're that dude that choked out that mountain lion oh my god did you see the look on the woman's face next to him Mm -hmm. you should see the look (laughs) on my face when i read the story just longing same look (laughs) same look just Just outright longing oh my god When he was describing his story of how he did it, it was lunacy. Yeah. Like how he, first he like was on its back and he like pinned its back legs down with his legs. It had a hold of its forearm and then somehow he contorted and put his foot on the mountain lion's neck and that's how he choked, like that's that's how he killed it. That's crazy. And I was was like, I don't get it. (laughs) What what if it's going to turn out like it's going to come out in a couple of uh, weeks that he was out there on purpose with just a noose as a a hunk of meat? (laughs) He was hunting mountain lion. Yeah, he was hunting mountain lion, and he just managed to noose it perfectly, and then came back like, "Oh man, I choked out that mountain lion with nothing but my bare hands." I would hate that. I would hate that if that came because that dude's such a stinking hero, and he's like a cool dude about it. He's like, "Oh, whatever." Yeah, still gonna run out there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It was was me or him, and I won, so I get to still run. I'm not that flexible. I'd have to choke that cat out another way, (laughs) like with my forearm and then my leg near my forearm. Mm -mm. I think if it, I think if it was me, I would have just succumbed. Like I would have just laid there. Like, Take you know me what? now, Lord. This I is get, the end for me. I could see myself putting up a fight for like a minute and then being like, nah, it ain't nah, working. It, like, no, I can't, I can't. I hope he makes it fast. Yeah, like the quicker he just hits an artery, I'm, I'm gone from this world in this pain. So when I read that story, uh, Dan, it reminded me a couple years ago when we worked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember that story about the lady from Maine who was attacked by a rabid raccoon on the trail? <laughs> yeah, and she drowned it. And she drowned it in a puddle? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I, I was like, I couldn't get over that. I was like, oh, that's the first I thing I I didn't even know that I could beat a raccoon. Yeah. It's, I feel like a raccoon is more of a puntable animal. I don't oh, know. No, they're wild, though. Yeah, this thing was out They'll, of control. They'll, like, latch on. They got little human hands, too. I, I, found, the, I found the story, if you want to hear of the some ra- of the... Of the raccoon? Yeah, of the raccoon. I do want to hear it. Yeah, so, uh, so this was from the Banger Daily News. Dateline, June 14th, 2017. Uh, Hope Maine, while jogging on a familiar overgrown wooded trail near her home on the recent warm afternoon, Rachel Borch thought to herself, what a beautiful day. (laughs) Her name was Borch? Rachel Borch. I like that. Yeah. Little did she know she was about to be attacked by a rabid raccoon she would end up killing with her bare hands. (laughs) In the midst of appreciating the weather and the scenery, she looked ahead and noticed a raccoon obstructing the narrow footpath bearing its tiny teeth. Suddenly, it began, quote-unquote, bounding towards her. Borch recalled Wednesday afternoon during an interview at her home on Hatchet Mountain Road in Hope. That sounds like a place that a woman named Borch would live. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, Quote, I knew instantly it had to be rabid, said Borch, who remembers ripping out her headphones and dropping her phone to the ground. What felt like a split second later, the furry animal was at her feet. (laughs) Borch said she was, quote, dancing around it, trying to figure out what to do. Imagine the Tasmanian devil, she said. It was terrifying. (laughs) The path was too narrow for Borch to run around the raccoon, which had begun lunging at her. With adrenaline pumping, Borch suspended her disbelief. I knew it was going to bite me, she said. Figuring she would have the greatest ability to defend herself if she used her hands to hold it down, she decided that probably would be the best place for the aggressive animal to latch on. The raccoon sank its teeth into Borch's thumbs and wouldn't let go. Its paws were scratching her arms and legs wildly as Borch screamed and cried for help. In a matter of seconds, Borch, who could not unhinge the raccoon's jaw to (laughs) shake it off her hand, noticed that she had dropped her phone and it had fallen into a puddle in the path which was fully submerged. I didn't think I could strangle it with my bare hands, she remembers thinking, (laughs) but holding it under the water might do the trick. Connecting the dots quickly, Borch then on her knees dragged the still-biting raccoon, which was scratching frantically at her hands and arms, into the puddle. Oh, this is where it gets sad. With my thumb in its mouth, I just pushed its head down into the muck, Borch said. With the animal belly up, she held its head underwater. It was still struggling and clawing at my arms. It just wouldn't let go. Borch said she held it there for what felt like an eternity until it finally stopped struggling and, quote, its arms sort of fell off to its side. Oh, it's just traumatic. still heavily, you know, it's just still heaving really slowly. Uh, so anyway, it goes on to basically say she drowned this raccoon in a puddle of water and then had to run all the way back home before she could get medical attention. Oh, and you know she's got the rabies. Yep. A uh, little capper on the story? Vegetarian. Oh, that's, uh, it's weird that the raccoon was a vegetarian, but then still bitter. <laughs> she should have just ate the raccoon raw right there. I hate you, Dave. <laughs> A, Flipped a, it around, Mark. Flipped I it hate around. it. I hate every bit of it. Do you I, remember, my favorite thing about that story was not even the story itself. Whoever wrote that story, yeah, props to it. them. It was so well written. It was well, it I was felt like well I was written. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever get on Reddit? Yeah, I have been <laughs> like a commercial for Reddit. Reddit. Do you guys ever get have on you heard Reddit? Of this new thing called Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> so I I like to go through the popular. What is it called? Uh, is it hot? No. Or the popular? hotness? No. You or guys all? are stupid. So have you guys never been on Reddit? Um, what What is this Reddit? Is it the front page it's of called the internet? Popular, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. So I oh, like okay. to go on. I like to go on popular because I learned about things I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like scroll through there and then it's like some people, a group of individuals, are really mad about something? And you're just like, I don't understand why you're mad. <laughs> I'm also yeah. not mad about. Yeah, this. I'm not mad. At, but then I read it, <laughs> and I internet, like, man. I'm like, oh, maybe I am mad about this. <laughs> I like, didn't know. Turns out I am gonna get mad online today. It like, was like this whole thing, like everybody's mad at EA, but you should be mad at Activision too because they're doing the same thing. Re- the top uh, comment was just like, I can be mad at two things at once. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm not one mad kind of guy. Right. My anger all, knows no bounds. Yeah, yeah, I can be mad at so many things. You don't know me. Yeah. 
but it was all about like the microtransactions that everybody's trying oh, to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, I've been mad at that for a long time. Yeah, like the when Andy sent us that uh, video that that new pirate game, like that game looks awesome. But the second I saw uh, loot boxes from EA, I was like, nope. But I've been playing Apex Legends. Oh, which tell is, me more. It's free. Is this why you were hitting me up about mechs and stuff? No, no, no. no, that, no I was listening to a. No, this is just like a. What is Apex RPG? Like? Uh, it's tell not, me more. It's not. And when I said RPG, it's not anything <laughs> like that it's, at all. It's sci-fi PUBG. Yeah, it's, oh, a, it's okay. like for your uh, three-person squad. You play in a three-person oh, squad, gotcha. but it's good and it's free. So That's I, pretty great. yeah, I love it. Yeah, and they don't try to. They do try to sell you stuff, but none of it. It's all skins, so it's like skin for a gun or skin mm. for whatever. And I, okay. I don't care about that. Yeah, so that's how um, uh, Sea of Thieves is, except you can't buy anything. There's no microtransactions. You can purchase nothing. <laughs> but like all of the gold you earn in-game, not, not a single bit of it helps you or your stats, if you will. Like but it is see, pure cosmetics. that's almost what drove me away from it because I don't have a goal in that game any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. Yeah, I don't have a reason to get gold. But the flip side of that is because it's online multiplayer with other things. Thieves. Um, I also don't go on there and have some dude that's just maxed out in sure. every way and just sure. walks in and murders me and I can't touch him. I, I mean, that still happens because I'm not good at the right. game. <laughs> that happens it's to been me. A lo- it's Apex been a lot of time Legends. loading myself into cannons. <laughs> no, but, the, the me- I've been listening to, to these series of books. That's why I'm all hopped up on mechs. But I every like once a month, I end up looking at Battletech stuff online mm-hmm. and then going, look, this is... 10 years old and it's $400. I can't purchase this. Mm. But they came out with a new battle box and stuff. But that's just like a little war game. It's not an RPG or anything. Mm. So I don't care about that. Yeah. I need like my mech to be substantial <laughs> and I want to build it. You want to feel like I don't you, want to have you a campaign. Mech. I want to have a campaign and I want to upgrade my mech and get a new chassis. <laughs> Love them chassis. <laughs> get a new I chassis. Need, I'd like to get a new weapons platform. Look yeah, I want a new size one. size of my chassis. It's yeah. bigger than your chassis. I want a, a Mark II rail gun <laughs> instead of a mark one rail gun yeah so i think what we've decided is we're just gonna do it right we're just gonna write our own i would love rpg i'm a hundred percent okay with mark writing an rpg yeah 100 percent. let's do it yeah kickstart me baby mark will mark (laughs) i will feed you all of the ideas and then i will write things down and then you will have to totally redo everything i write Mm -hmm. my my first thought was like naming the classes of mechs after uh gods of destruction oh that's cool yeah that was my like yeah that sounds dope i'm in i'll make a a gun description it'll be like me like a boom Boom, God. <laughs> Big boom. Big bada boom. Big bada boom. <laughs> Big bada boom. And then Mark will have to be like, no, no, no. I'm going to make a uh, upgrade that's just called Red Treads, which is really fast. <laughs> I love it. Red Treads. Game over, man. Game over.